0: Here are the top 10 biggest headlines of 2022. Number 10, the Freedom Convoy. The year kicked off with build-up anger over vaccine mandates. Remember those? Somehow the talk about COVID and masks and mandates quieted as the midterm elections got into full swing. Coincidence, I don't think so, but anyways, back to what happened last year. People in the US were ticked to Biden for the mandates, especially truckers, but it was Canadians who really served up a fresh dish of around and find out. On January twenty second, 2022, truckers across Canada set out on a path to occupy Ottawa, the capital of Canada. They dubbed themselves the Freedom Convoy, and as polite as Canadians are, they didn't cave. They stayed for one month. They even blockaded the Ambassador Bridge and Coutts border crossing. Tiny... Trudeau was not happy. He whipped out his commie powers and started striking. He invoked the never-before-used Emergency Powers Act. He said, quote, we cannot and will not allow illegal and dangerous activities to continue. Because protests against authority are dangerous, according to this tyrant. This allowed him to impose bans on public assembly, prohibit travel to protest zones, and the ability to freeze bank accounts. Let's give him a round of applause, because I know that if Fidel Castro was still alive to see this, he would be very proud of his son. Number 9. The Russian-Ukraine War The day after the freedom convoy ended, Russia invaded Ukraine. Russian President Vladimir Putin called it a, quote, special military operation. Nevertheless, it proceeded as a war. Missile and artillery attacks started striking major Ukrainian cities, including the capital of Kiev. Then the U.S. rushed to fund this nonsense because we get involved in absolutely everything. Besides, we're experts in international conflict. You know how well we did in Iraq and Afghanistan, right? Ukraine then received $50 billion in aid. Then again, more recently, Congress approved another $45 billion for Ukraine, jamming it into the nearly $1.7 trillion spending bill passed just days before Christmas. It would only cost $8 billion a year to end homelessness in California. But homeless people aren't as strong of a virtue signal as Ukraine. Sorry, homeless people. Y'all can go die. Number eight, the baby formula shortage. On the heels of the Ukraine war beginning, a national baby formula shortage began. Formula maker Abbott had their plant shut down because a bacteria was found on site. The FDA and CDC began an investigation reports linked contaminated baby formula with two infant deaths and two hospitalizations. By the end of May, more than 70% of U.S. baby formula supplies were out of stock. Stores like CVS and Target began limiting purchases of baby formula. In 10 major metro areas, supplies were out by 80 to 90%. Today, more than nine months later, about a third of families in the U.S. say they still have trouble finding baby formula a waiver was instituted that lifted tariffs on foreign baby formula shipments. This is set to expire in the new year and is expected to exacerbate the still lingering shortage. Number seven, Uvalde. The one thing that remains constant every single year is a tragic school shooting. On May 24th, 18 year old Salvador Ramos walked into Rob Elementary in Uvalde, Texas. Before he was shot and killed, Ramos murdered 19 children and two teachers. The police were an epic failure. For more than an hour, Ramos was allowed to run free in the school, shooting people. Officers were given orders to not go in, and parents were even zip-tied and prevented from going in themselves. It took a border patrol unit to ignore these orders to stand down and go inside and take Ramos out. But why all this confusion, and why were there orders to stand down? Why didn't cops go in anyways instead of leaving children to be sitting ducks for a murderous madman? Why haven't we gotten any answers? Number six, Roe v. Wade is overturned. After nearly 50 years, Roe v. Wade was overturned on June 24th. A couple months prior, a draft of the opinion leaked on Politico. Here we are seven months later, and the individual who leaked the document has still not been publicly identified. As of 2017, there were nearly 1,600 abortion providers in the U.S. More than 90% of abortions occur during the first trimester. Nearly one in four abortions are by a woman who's had one before. Nearly 60% of women who get an abortion are in their 20s. The Guttmacher Institute says there have been more than 63 million abortions since Roe v. Wade was established in 1973. Number five, economic woes. In late 2021, as everyone was celebrating Christmas, inflation was at a 40-year high, at a rate of 7%. By June of this year, 2022, inflation continued to soar, spiking to more than 9% compared to the previous year. But the financial circumstances are much worse. Gas also hit a new high, hitting the never-before $5-a-gallon benchmark. Home prices became unaffordable for most. The National Association of Realtors report that the median single-family home is nearly $400,000. According to Redfin, the average buyer would need to make over hundred dollars to afford that home. It was just $73,000 of an annual salary from the year before. The monthly mortgage payment on a typical home increased to more than $1,800. That's a 50% increase from the year before. You can't afford to fuel up, feed yourself, or find a home. But don't worry, Ukraine is still getting another $45 billion. Number four, worldwide floods. The world had a rough time of it in 2022. Europe suffered from a once-in-500-year drought. The U.S. experienced five different 1,000-year floods that decimated the areas of eastern Kentucky, Dallas, Texas, Death Valley, California, St. Louis, Missouri, and Effingham, Illinois. The Middle East got hit the worst. Pakistan experienced a flood so bad it submerged one-third of the country. Torrential monsoon rainfall was ten times heavier than usual, causing the Indus River to overflow. It has affected 33 million people, estimated to have caused $10 billion in damages to infrastructure, destroyed or damaged more than 1 million homes, destroyed more than 800 health facilities, killed more than 750,000 heads of cattle, and caused the death of more than 1,100 people. Not to mention, much of the cropland in the country has been permanently destroyed. Number three, the UK is not okay. After three years as Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, Boris Johnson stepped down on July 7th. This came on the heels of multiple scandals that caused nearly 60 members of Parliament in his own party to resign. On September 6th, Liz Truss became Prime Minister. Two days later, Queen Elizabeth died. Then, after just 50 days, Liz Truss resigned herself. Her decision to step down was the result of trickle-down economics policies she introduced to the Parliament, including tax cuts and a spending program to combat high energy prices. This caused the country's currency to plummet. On top of all this, the U.K. continued to suffer the whining of Harry and Meghan, from their publicity parade at the Queen's funeral to their Netflix nauseating documentary. Number two, the FBI raids Mar-a-Lago. In August, the FBI raided former President Donald Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago. They were looking for official government records, specifically ones they claimed were of a top-secret or sensitive nature. You've seen the photos of the documents dumped all over the floor. You know that the judge that signed off on the ward is connected to Jeffrey Epstein. You know presidents have the authority to declassify documents. So if Trump wanted it declassified, he was the one who had the authority to do it anyways. You know this is just another witch hunt, so on to the next one. Number one, Elon Musk takes over Twitter. The most recent thing that has progressives and SJW heads exploding is Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter. So what have we learned? Well, everyone was right, thinking that Twitter had it out for conservatives and was actively censoring people. The FBI paid Twitter nearly $3.5 million to permanently ban, temporarily ban, or bounce tweets containing misinformation. When 1984 called, Twitter picked up the phone. Thanks for listening to Overnight Opinions. Be sure to tune in next week for an all-new episode. Don't forget to follow the Ladies Love Politics channel on TikTok and Rumble.